Honey, honey. What are you doing right now? Mom's ringing, Mommy. It is? Yeah. Hello? Hi. Much better now. McKenna's in bed. Connor has eaten. <gasps> Hi! Hi, baby girl. Hello, sweetie. Hi. Were you watching Mommy? That was Kelly Mulholland. You're doing it. He was so excited. He said, Mommy, I'm doing it. I'm doing it like they do on the show. A loving young wife Hi, and mother sharing moments with the Hi, children she girl. adored. Our children, Connor and McKenna, before breast cancer took her life just six days after her 37th birthday. Connor Patrick. Miss McKenna. We kick off our second season of the Upbeat Podcast with a very personal conversation. Hello, everyone. I'm Mark Mulholland, and I'm joined by the two most important people in my life, my now young adult son, Connor, and my young adult daughter, McKenna. We should let listeners know a little bit about you guys. Connor, why don't you tell everyone what you're up to these days? So I, I recently graduated from the University at Buffalo uh, a little bit early um, with, a, with a bachelor's in finance. And uh, I'm currently working in Latham uh, for ACO Goldman Sachs. Um, I'm an analyst there. I uh, just started a few months ago and um, I'm enjoying it so far. It's uh, you know what I've always wanted to do working in the financial industry. And uh, so far, I like it a lot. You're 21 years old, and Latham is uh, a suburb of Albany, New York. McKenna, tell, uh, tell everyone what you're up to these days. So I am now 19 years old, and I am a sophomore at Siena College, and I'm a business major. Do you enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't so convincing. I know it's been a difficult time, though, because you graduated high school your senior year of high school was the middle of the pandemic, so most of your senior year was lost to the pandemic. Your freshman year at college, most of that was lost to the pandemic as well because you were on campus for a few weeks only until everyone around you started getting COVID and you came back and finished your entire uh, freshman year of college uh, yeah. remotely, all online. That was but, definitely but, unfortunate. But proud dad moment, though. You did get a 4-0 in your second semester at Siena, so I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about how we got here, guys. Um, your mom, Kelly, was 37 years old when she passed away. Connor, you were seven. McKenna, you were five. General memories, what do you, what do you remember? Connor, what do you, what do you remember about your mom? I remember that she was a very caring person. Um, she was always super fun to be around. Uh, I remember staying home from preschool on certain days, uh, you know, just hanging out with her and I had, you know, the best time ever. I also remember about, uh, you know, how passionate she was about her students. Uh, she was an, an elementary school teacher and I remember going into class and meeting the students and seeing how, how uh, passionate about her they were as well. Um, and, and I think she was the type of teacher who really made a lasting impact on on students' lives and, and a teacher that, you know, they would remember for the rest of their lives. She brought you guys in, as I remember it, she was a, a great teacher, a dedicated teacher, but she brought you guys in as her show and tell. Uh, when you both, McKenna was just a I baby for the most part. seeing pictures of yeah, that. Yeah, you've seen pictures of it. But how, well, how about you, Sweet Pea? What do you remember about your mom? And probably not as much because you were younger. She yeah. was, you were just one year old when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I don't remember much. 
Um, but from what I've heard from other people, she was a really good person. She loved kids. And, yeah. Do you think you'd ever want to be a teacher? Yeah, I also love kids. I like working with kids, but I don't know. I'm currently a business major, so we'll see. How hard is it to not have a lot of memories? Both you guys, you don't have a ton of memories either, Connor, but how hard is it for you, McKenna, to not have a lot of memories? Like when your friends, you're growing up, your friends are talking their mom about their moms, even now. I'm sure you're, you have friends who talk about their moms and you get to see their moms. You ever feel left out? Yeah, it's definitely really hard, but I feel like since I was so young, I just have been used to it since I was like so little. Throughout this podcast, to help bring Kelly to life, you're going to hear from her, hear from her interacting with me and our children. Yeah, I remember when I said, hold my hand tight so you don't fall over. Wow, Connor. You better watch the road, mister. Watch where you're going. You're steering. You always tell us to watch where we're going. You got to keep it on the road. Look straight ahead. Look at the road, Connor. So she passed away at 37. She was diagnosed at the age of 32 with breast cancer. No history of cancer in the family really at all. So it, it came out of nowhere. And I remember telling you guys that when she wasn't going to make it, because we always talked when you guys were little, again, you were seven, you were five. We went away to Mexico to get some, some treatment that wasn't available here. We tried everything. We went to all the, all the cancer centers in the Northeast and even down in, in, um, Pennsylvania. We went to the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Um, but it was always when mommy gets better, not if mommy gets better. So we always, she made us talk about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. She made us focus on when she gets better, not if she gets better. So it always needed to be positive. So we were all, when mommy gets better, I'm going to do this. You, Connor, you were a little guy and you said, when mommy gets better, I'm going to do a silly dance all the way around the neighborhood. Um, and, and my point is, when we found out she wasn't going to get better and she was at Albany Medical Center Hospital and I came home, um, she was dying. She was dying at Albany Med. And again, you guys are, I had to get you off the bus. So I raced up the Adirondack Northway from Albany to our home in Wilton so I could get you guys off the bus so I could beat the ambulance here because she decided she wanted to die at home, not in the hospital. So I had to race here to get you guys off the bus so I could tell you that mommy was coming home and she was coming home to die. So I had to sit you down at our kitchen table and say, guys, remember how we said, when mommy gets better, when mommy gets better, when mommy gets better. I said, no, she's not going to get better. The doctors told us that she's going to be going to heaven soon. So I can picture it plain as day. You know, it was almost, it was 14 years ago now. And you guys both got sad. I was crying as I told you, you guys both got sad. But as kids will do, and being resilient, you both got up at about the same time. You actually gave me a hug. I don't know who started it, but you gave me a hug. But you said at nearly the same time, can we have our snack now? Because <laughs> you, you had just gotten home from school, and that was your regular routine to get a snack. Um, but I want to know from you guys, and this is great for me as a dad, because we don't often talk about these things. We, we rarely talk about these things. What do you know now as adults, young adults, what do you know now that you'd wish you'd known back then? If I were to tell myself something, I would say that like I'll be okay and I have like a huge support system and they'll always be there for me if I'm struggling. Like I remember going to your middle school when you when you were chosen to speak 
at your middle school moving up ceremony, and I was incredibly proud. Those milestone moments, did she cross your mind thinking, oh, I think my mom would be proud of me, or did, th did that ever yeah. enter your mind? Of course. Did it? Was yeah. it hard? Yeah. How so? I don't know. It's just hard having one parent sometimes, especially when there's only one opinion and... Um, and he happens to be a male. Yeah, not my gender. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It's like Connor has a dad, the same gender as him, and I don't have a mom. It's especially hard. How about you, Connor? What would you tell your seven-year-old self if you had to look back and knew what was going to happen? Or what would you tell other seven-year-olds? Um, that's kind of a tough one, honestly. I remember when it first happened, being a little bit confused with like the, the finality of everything and you know how everything was permanent. I was definitely very confused. And I think part of the reason why I love what we do so much is because at the time I remember I just wanted to be completely distracted at all times. Like <laughs> I remember the day that she passed, like all I wanted to do was just go hang out with my friends um, who lived in the neighborhood. I remember the day that she passed away while we were waiting um, I was downstairs in the basement just playing air hockey. <laughs> like I just, I, I wanted to be distracted at all times. Um, I'm not sure as far as, as advice, um, what I would give. I, I think what McKenna said is, is true and um, is definitely what we came to find out is that we have so many people there for us. Um, other people are, are going through the same thing. You're not all alone. Um, and you know, don't be afraid to to need help at times, and don't be afraid to, uh, you know, lean on somebody else. Sweetie, hey, M McKenna, come here for a sec, please. I want to show you. With your bike, come here for a sec. Ooh, one of them is for you. One's for Connor. Are we, are we separating enough for Connor? Are these mine? Yes, those are for your. Those mine? Are for Connor. No. Yeah, you can have those. You don't need to bring them to school, but you can keep them here. Can you make a nice pile, honey? Yeah. Like the clipboard on the bottom, and then the paper, and then the notebook right here. You're a good organizer. Do either of you see character traits in each other that you remember or you, or you know of about mommy, about Kelly? I see in you, McKenna, I see empathy. I from the time, say the same thing. From the time you were little, from the time you were two years old, if we would go somewhere and someone would say, give you a lollipop or a piece of candy. Before you'd accept, you'd say, well, what about Connor? Can he have one? And Connor wasn't with us, but you're thinking right away, what about Connor? I know, I always feel bad for people, no matter like whether I know them or not. Yeah, <laughs> you do, so bad. You, you really do. Even like we'll go, uh, if a server is having a bad day at a restaurant, you always see yourself in that, their position. You, you always empathize with them. Yeah. You know, you, you're, you're very understanding about things like that. Um, how about you, Connor? I was going to say the same thing that, like, that, that was in my head. <laughs> if I had gone, I would have said the same exact thing. Um, I just feel like, you know, you've always been very caring and you're always concerned about everybody else being comfortable and everybody else, you know, being okay before yourself, I think, which I admire. Thank you. And I see a lot of... Obviously, I see a lot of Kelly in both of you, um, and I think um, I think Kelly would be immensely proud of you guys. I have no doubt of that about that. I'm always curious, though, 
uh, from my perspective as a sole surviving parent, I'm always curious as to how things you guys in particular might be different. I'm immensely proud of you, of both of you, but how things might be different if you had that second parent, if you, if you both had that second parent, you know, because I haven't always had somebody to bounce something off, whether it's uh, discipline, permission, those sorts of things. So I always think, you know, I was, as a sole surviving parent, I think you always second guess. Um, how has Kelly's Angels we, we've, we've talked about how Kelly's Angels has helped lots of families, lots of children in New York's capital region by sending them on trips or by bringing smiles to their faces. How has Kelly's Angels helped you, McKenna? I don't know. It makes me feel better that we're helping other people and that they will get a little happiness out of the hard situation they're going through. Um, and I'm glad that they can choose whatever they want to do to stop thinking about the person or animal or whatever they lost for a little bit. Um, for a little bit, right? No, they won't forget. Yeah. But maybe just chase get their away mind the sadness for a bit. Yeah. Just do something they enjoy. Stop thinking about it for us. Huh? A bit. I think, you know, as I said before, it was one of the, the best way for, or one of the best ways for us to cope um, with the loss of, of our parent. And I think that with what we do at Kelly's Angels, it's it's more than about what we're giving them. It's it's kind of like the gesture. So um, obviously you could probably put a price tag on a lot of the things that we give, but just knowing that somebody or an organization is there for you um, in a time of need, I think is, is very valuable as well. It's easy to say, hang in there, it'll get better. <laughs> yeah. But when you're in the middle of it, it doesn't often feel, it. I mean, I, I think I've, I've known people who are going through the same thing, and I, I oftentimes think to myself, what would I like to hear when I was going through it? <laughs> and a lot of times, I just don't know still. <laughs> like even a, being somebody who has gone through it, I think to myself, you know, like people ask me sometimes, like, you know, you went through this, what, what would you say in a time like this? And more, more times than not, I, I just think, you know, I, I really don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I think that's a... That's a candid answer, and I think that's true. You don't know what to say to someone. But I, I think McKenna's point is a good one, that it will get better. It won't go away, yeah. but, it, but it will get better, right? Yeah. yeah. In short order, how will you remember your mom? How, how will you remember Kelly Mulholland? I mean, at this point, um, I you know I'm lucky enough to have a decent amount of memories and even at this point, the only things I remember are, are mainly the good things, like things that people admired about her. Even while she was sick, I remember her um, being the type, you know, to inspire her friends even, like she would have support groups over and you could tell that, you know, they all cared for her and she cared for them just as much. Um, I also remember her as, as somebody who was there for all of her students, and she was clearly more than a teacher. She wasn't somebody who taught kids because it was her job. She was somebody who um, taught children because you know she loved what she did, and she wanted to make a lasting impact on their lives. How about you, sweetie? That it's harder for you because again, you were younger. Yeah, but I'm glad that I have like pictures and videos to look at, and the, the memories will always like be with me. McKenna, what are you going to show us today? Riding my bike with a two-wheeler. You mean you know how to ride a bike now without training wheels? Yeah. That's amazing. 
That's amazing. Good job, honey. Come here and give me a big kiss and hug. On that note, we're going to take a quick break to thank our underwriters who have been incredibly generous. Since this podcast is an all-volunteer effort, 100% of our underwriting support directly benefits local families facing difficult times. Support for The Upbeat comes from the Bobert Family Fund, which supports charitable organizations that efficiently use the resources they have to make a disproportional impact on the world around them. The Saratoga Casino Hotel Foundation, which is on a mission to support charitable and public benefit organizations whose purpose is the betterment of the quality of life, health, and welfare of residents of Saratoga County, New York. And Stewart's Shops, an employee and family-owned convenience store chain serving eastern upstate New York and southwestern Vermont. Pumpkin, when you get to the end, you have to turn the steering wheel. Try that. Turn it so you can turn around. That's it. Good, Connor. You're doing it. Welcome back. You're listening to The Upbeat. I've been talking with my kids, Connor and McKenna, about losing their mom, Kelly, to breast cancer when they were just seven and five years old. They say grief comes in waves that, you know, it, it has been a long time for you and you guys are resilient, good kids, and, the, and you went for, through a very difficult time, but they say grief comes in waves. Do you find that, do you ever find that you'll be going along, life is good, you're happy, and then you think about her and think about the loss you're like, oh, that hit me like a wave at the ocean. Oh, I didn't expect that. Or I didn't see that coming. Either of you experienced that? Yeah, that happens to me. And then sometimes when I'm crying about something, I think about her and it just makes me like cry harder. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, there's a lot of truth in that. Um, it usually happens when I do get upset about it, it, it will usually be at a, at a random time, something that you wouldn't typically expect. Like, I think at this point we've grown to love Mother's Day because we have our 5K. Um, so you would people would normally think like, oh, this must be a tough weekend for you. When at this point it really isn't. It's really a happy weekend. Um, we we're celebrating not only her life but um, what we're doing for for other families. So I, I really do think it's just completely random times. Um, it'll just kind of come out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, the, those bigger. Days are also tough, but you know I think with what we're doing, it, it makes it a little bit easier. That's a good point. That I asked McKenna about those milestones. You recently graduated from the University of Buffalo. You graduated a year early, um, and we went out to Buffalo and we're there for you. Did your mind go to your mom at all on that day? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it does for for every big milestone. Um, but I, I always, you know, remind myself that. She's seeing it. <laughs> yeah, she's with us. Yeah, I was, I was, I was particularly sad for for a time that day because it was a beautiful day in Buffalo, and it was you know, a May day, a little cool, but bright sunshine. And I was thinking, oh wow, your mom would be so proud, and and she would love to love to have been there. I I started crying did <laughs> when you? you graduated. Did you? A did you think, Did you think about your mom there, or was it just because yeah, you were proud? Yeah, yeah, and I was proud of him. You know, I, I brought up milestones, and I don't mean to belabor that point, but have you ever thought about your wedding? Yeah, a lot of things in the future are probably going to be hard, but I've also gotten past a lot of them, and I've been okay, so I don't know. It'll obviously be sad for her to not be there, but she's in a better place. We'll, re we'll remember her in some way, right? No matter. Yeah, you know. of course. Um, anything 
either of you would like to add about our experience over these years? Yeah, I just want to, you know, thank everybody for um, allowing us to help others continuously being there for us, not only when we're in need, but when, when you know, hundreds of other families are in need. Um, and, you know, thank you for, for giving us the, the means to, to help others. Um, and it's not only us, it's, you know, everybody who's listening to this podcast, um, you, you're helping, helping us do everything we can to, you know, help other families who have, have lost a parent um, or lost a, an important member to a life-threatening illness. Um, anything in that regard you want to say, sweetie? Just yes. Thank you for supporting us, and thank you for helping us bring smiles to kids' faces. Excellent. Um, Connor and McKenna, this has been enlightening for me, and I hope it helps a lot of uh, our listeners as well to know that life does continue, and uh, you will get through it. You can get through it. Um, Feel free to lean on those who support you, whether it's a surviving parent, other families, friends. Um, there is help available uh, to help you stay upbeat. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank for you. having us. <laughs> Thanks for having us in, in your family room. <laughs> now we want to hear from you. We mean it. If you're listening, please take a few minutes to email us at theupbeatpod at gmail.com to share your comments, provide topic suggestions, and give us your feedback. On the next episode, we'll hear from the author of a children's book who is on a mission to raise a million dollars to fight childhood cancer. And in future episodes, topics will include money and legal matters, finding love after loss, and the healing power of music. We hope you'll subscribe to The Upbeat by Kelly's Angels wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to interact with us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Kelly's Angels, Inc. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Mark Mulholland. Until next time, stay on The Upbeat.